Well, welcome to Honor One Another Week. As we think about hashtag one another this year, we've set aside certain weeks to explore a specific one another found in the New Testament. In Romans chapter 12, verse 10, we are told to honor one another above ourselves. And on Monday, Chaplain Steve Moser was here to talk about what honor looks like from a biblical perspective and also his experience as a military chaplain. What we discovered is that in the Old Testament, the, the idea of honor means weight, something that is uh, heavy, something that is important or valuable. And so we are called in the scriptures to honor one another, to consider each other as important. Now, how do we do that? And it's easy for us, in, even in our efforts to honor one another, to sometimes in a, unintentionally dishonor one another. So to help us understand what honor looks like on our campus, we have set up today an opportunity for all of us to hear what honor looks like in different cultures and in different expressions around the world. So today, what we will do is we will have a forum and allow some people to inform us of what honor looks like, because we've all expressed it and experienced it in different ways. For example, a student was at my door uh, yesterday who kept calling me sir, which is okay, and I appreciate that, but it does make me feel old, right? But that's an expression of honor in our culture, in certain cultures. So today we want to figure out what it looks like to express honor in different cultures. To moderate our discussion today is a person who has lived in Japan and Europe and has seen honor in different expressions around the globe. She is our International Service Learning Director. And so I would invite you to welcome to our, our stage, Liz Blanca. Thank you so much. It is really an honor to facilitate this discussion today. And I would like to call our panel up. So let's have Beth Kibeda. Come on down. Sophia Palacios. Chris Strange. Jonam Wang. Joelle Navam. Colleen Madden. Bailey Harkins. Sasha Afanenko and Jeremoa. <clears throat> All right. So many of these faces I know and love and I'm getting to know. Some of them I just met yesterday. One I met this morning, but I am thrilled to, to just share this conversation with them. So um, we are going to pass the mic down, and I'd like them to introduce um, kind of their... Um, grade in school right now, their major, and where they're from, where they grew up. So why don't we start, Beth? I don't know if it's on. Oh, okay. It's on. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Beth Capeta. Um, I'm from Ethiopia, um, and I am double majoring here in criminal social justice and international studies. That's it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm Sofia Palacios. Um, I'm from Los Angeles, California, and I come, I am Mexican-American, and um, I'm studying nursing. Hello. I'm Chris Strange. Um, African-American, Houston, Texas, um, sports management major, now I'm a sophomore. Did y'all hear that? 
Hi, my name is Jonam Wang, and I'm from China. My parents are Chinese. I was born in China, so, <laughs> so I'm Chinese. <laughs> right. Hi, I'm Joel. I was born in India. I tell people that's right next to Iowa, a couple states over, but it's, it's actually a different country. Um, so I was born there, and I lived in South Korea. I am currently a sophomore here, and I'm a business major as well. Hi, I'm Colleen Madden, and I am Jamaican. Um, my major is business, and I am a sophomore. Hi, everyone. My name is Bailey Harkins. I'm from, <laughs> I'm from Amarillo, Texas. I am Native American. <laughs> I'm Native American. I am a freshman, and I am an English major. Hi. I'm Sasha, and I'm from Moscow, Russia, and I am a senior, and I'm a communications major. Hi, uh, my name is Jared Moore. <laughs> I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota, and um, I'm Hmong. <laughs> and oh, oh, I, I'm a junior, third my third year, and I'm pastoral leadership. All right, thanks. I would like to say that Dusk um, invited our panelists, so let's hear from you, Dusk. Shout out. All right. We also have Mukapa represented on the panel, so let's hear you, Mukapa. And Hmong Student Fellowship. Oh, yeah. Woo. All right. All right, so let's have our first question. We want to talk about greetings, and when someone comes to your home, I'd like to hear from some of you, how do you greet them? Is there... Anything special that you do when someone comes to your house in your country, in your home? Anybody? Um, when someone comes to our house, we, we say, it, this is a translation among it says, oh, you're here. And so, <laughs> and oh, you've come. And so, and then my dad was telling me that it depends if you're a male or female. If a male, you kind of give them some kind of drug or something. <laughs> But I, I laughed and my mom laughed too, so I was like, okay, that must be true. And so, and if it was a woman, then you give them water. And then, Drugs or water. Yeah. Thank you. And so, and then my dad was telling me that when they come, regardless if they're hungry or not, you make food for them to eat. And so, okay. that's one way. Thanks. Well, when they usually enter the house, we greet them, um, close family members and um, uh, friends. We usually greet them with a kiss on the cheek and uh, just hug them. And usually shake their hands and uh, make eye contact, but we usually, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at my notes right now. But by demonstrating through kind acts, you know, compassion. Okay. Not just like saying right. what's up, you know. Anybody else? Well, so usually when people come to my home, Chinese would ask, did you eat? So if people come in the morning, we ask, did you eat? And then in the afternoon or evening, we ask, did you eat? And then, <laughs> and then usually people will answer yes. And sometimes people will answer no. And we have to cook for them. Anybody else? I can go. Um, 
So I grew up calling everybody significantly older than me uncle or auntie, or auntie, as I used to say. Um, and it felt, it felt wrong when I would not actually call somebody older than me auntie or uncle. I eventually stopped because people told me they felt old. Um, and so I, but I grew up saying that. Um, I can call you Uncle Kuhn if you'd like, yeah. Dr. Kuhn. I, I can bring that back, you know. So. I, uh, I think that, like, there's a stereotype that Russians are very cold and no smiling. And um, to an extent, it's true. If you ever go to Russia, you'll see people, when they meet you at first, they probably won't smile at you, but they'll be very polite. But once they get to know you, it's a very warm culture as well. And we also greet each other with uh, three kisses on alter alternative cheeks and then hugs. And then guys hug, I guess. I don't think they kiss. <laughs> and yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't, I mean, it's hard to say when you first meet a Russian and they're very, very cold. But once you get to know them, and then also if you're on a public transport, you'll probably experience that too. There's uh, no personal space. So they're very warm. Anybody else? Um, I just want to share in Japan, when I grew up, um, bowing was the greeting. So you would bow lower and longer for someone who was older than you. So the greeting could go on a long time if, like, grandma came over, you just bow and bow and bow. So um, that wasn't spoken, so I wanted to share that. Um, next one, who are the people you honored growing up? Who were they? Okay, well, for me, um, growing up, it was always my grandparents my parents, and then um, anyone that was in authority of me. So like my pastor, um, aunts and uncles, and just people that were older, just a sign of respect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the people I honored growing up, I always did sports, so I always honored my coaches, my teammates. I always showed them honor because they always deserve it. I always honored my family, my my younger sister, she didn't always deserve it, but I gave it anyway. <laughs> Usually you honor everyone, in Texas, you honor everyone who's older than you or around your age, you just show them respect, like saying the yes sir, no sir, stuff like that. That's how we honored people. Um, we honor um, everybody back home. It's in our culture. It doesn't matter if they're older or younger. When you greet them, you say salam and then you bow down, which means um, peace, basically. Um, so you say peace to your, <laughs> to your, like, your grandma or something. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's said um, in Amharic that which means you should honor everybody in everything that you do. So it's not just like in, in your greetings or when, when they come over to your house or anything. Even if you don't know them and like, you see them walking past you, you're supposed to like, at least bow your head and say hello. So that's about it. <laughs> I was honored to, I mean, uh, oops, I started off wrong. <laughs> um, I honored my mom, uh, yes ma'am, no ma'am. Uh, not only her, just like everybody around me, my surroundings. Um, she always told me to respect myself, so I respect others. Um, she always hated when we yelled around the house. So I always had to be quiet when she sleep. Well, we were taught to honor all our family members and uh, greet them like in Spanish, like Senor or 
um, like ma'am and stuff. But we uh, always have pictures in our in our house of all our ancestors that have died, and um, we look up to them like our forefathers and and um, act in their ways of respect and honor. And I don't know if most of you know, but there's always a day in the year near Halloween. It's called Dia de los Muertos, and uh, we honor our family through that. So. We heard a, a couple things about birth order, siblings. So if you were an older sibling, did your younger siblings honor you? If you were a younger sibling, did you honor your older siblings? Um, so out of a family of nine, I was born as the youngest. And so I pretty much had to do everything what, everything what the other older people said. So <laughs> that's just uh, kind of our culture where the younger people had to serve the older people. And so I had eight siblings and two parents. And so <laughs> that was um, a good 18 years. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I am the oldest in my family, and I only have just one younger sibling. And in Russian culture, I mean, it's very, I think it's very similar to American culture. Um, the youngest does get to do a little bit more work, usually. And... Um, I think both children are expected to honor parents, but um, the youngest is expected to honor the older by um, just how you act in public and how you um, approach them. And you can't embarrass, oh, this, this is a difference. You can't embarrass your siblings in public. Um, otherwise, you'll get in trouble with parents. Okay, interesting. So my sister never honored me, but <laughs> she's the younger sibling, so she doesn't. She's the one that would always just pick on you and pick on you and pick on you till like my senior year this last year that's when she finally started to honor me she's like oh you're going away okay now I need to start talking to you <laughs> but that's usually how it went I I grew up on a farm so I was the one that did all the work and took care of everything my sister was the one goofing off and playing around and would laugh at me whenever I had to take care of the pigs and clean up the troughs <laughs> so so that went Anyone else? Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, we can move on. All right, so the guests come over. What do you do with our guests? I heard we eat. Anything else that we do to honor our guests when they're in our home? Um, growing up, we'd have a lot of Hindu people come over to our house and a lot of Muslim people, a lot of Buddhist people. And um, living in India, there were... 2.3% people who were actually Christian, so that's a pretty small population. Um, so we'd have a lot of Hindus come when my parents just loved interacting with them. And so what it looked like for us was Hindus don't eat beef. Um, and sad news, there is no beef at McDonald's in India. It's, it's true. And so when they'd come over to our house, we'd actually hide. Or we'd put the beef away. And, you know, if Muslims came over, we'd hide the pork. And just make sure it's not make sure they couldn't smell anything and that way by respecting what they believed um, we were honoring them thanks well like when my friends came over I, um i opened up my house to them made them feel comfortable um i only had like one or two rules which was don't touch my toothpaste or toothbrush <laughs> um anything else i just made them feel like they were at home like if they were at their house so well um chinese really like drink tea so if a guest comes to your house and then you ask like would you like to drink tea or water and then 
And then usually, like, when people eat, we will have our guest to choose the best seat or, like, let the guest choose the seat first, and then we will have them to pray and, yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, um, growing up, uh, the way that you honored, um, well, being Jamaican, you always have a big meal. Um, so that can consist of rice and beans, um, plain rice, curry chicken, jerk chicken, um, jerk pork, um, lots of good food. Um, and then just trying, like Chris said, trying to make everyone feel welcome and feel like they're at home. Thanks. Sasha has one. Uh, in, my, in my culture, we um, also do all these things, but also one unique thing about Russia is when you come over to someone's house as a guest, you honor the hosts by bringing a gift with you. You're expected to bring a gift. You can't come over to someone's house without a gift. And it's not supposed to be a big gift or anything. It can be like a box of chocolates or some cookies that you can share over a cup of tea. Because Russians are huge tea drinkers, so when you come over, you're expected to bring something that you can share with a host. And also, hosts are expected to honor guests by providing some kind of a snack or a meal, or if it's, depending on the time of the day, if it's time to eat, then you're expected to provide a very big meal. And no matter how many guests show up, sometimes you won't expect guests, and when they come over, you still have to provide stuff for them. That's how we honor each other. I like it. <laughs> okay, anybody else? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, ours is the same as, almost the same as Russians, but instead we bring fruit. And it's usually like bananas, oranges, or anything you can find. Um, but it doesn't really matter. You have to bring out your best stuff when guests come over. So you got to bring out like the finest china you have. It doesn't matter if you're like running off to work. You just have to bring out your best stuff and make them feel at home. Um, I think it's basically the same in most of our cultures. Just bring out food, bring out good stuff. <laughs> And eat. <laughs> All right. Next question. What are ways you've seen honor on campus here at Crown? Uh -oh. <laughs> um, uh, one, one example of honor and respect is I see in the teachers, the professors, and um, I think a lot of people take them for granted and how much they, they try their hardest to, to um, bring service to the students. And so um, it just, I don't know, but I've seen a few students that, that really, really respects the teachers, including myself. And so, um, and just so much respect from the teachers to us. And so that's one example. Well, for me, like my roommate, he honors me by taking me to a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> That's important. Uh, for me personally, I think my culture, I feel, is honored by, like, people on campus have asked me questions about Russia, or I have professors ask me questions, and just the fact that we can, like, be at this chapel speaking, that's a huge opportunity for us, so I think that that's one of the huge ways you can honor all of us from different cultures. I think even just a simple act of singing happy birthday to someone in the cafeteria, you know, like, it's a form of honor to me. I think one way, um, being at the football game on Saturday, seeing um, the seniors honor their parents and um, giving the, showing them how much, uh, how much they appreciate their parents um, for supporting them throughout the years. So 
Um, I think that's one way. How many of you are comfortable addressing your professors by their first name? <laughs> All right, let's talk about that a little bit. Anybody want to share how you would, how do you address your professor and? <laughs> well, I mean, growing up saying uncle and auntie pretty much for a long time, um, and this was, I probably stopped saying that around eighth or ninth grade when I got to interact with a lot of people who weren't from um, India. And so I feel like it comes easier for me now where um, I don't really call anyone uncle or auntie anymore. But when it comes to professor, it depends on their relationship. Like some professors like it when we call them by their first name. And sometimes, you know, I'll give professors nicknames like, um, I'm gonna, <laughs> this is appropriate right here, but this stays in this room. Uh, so Dr. Farmer, uh, we've sort of joked around with Dr. Farmer a little bit and I usually like to call him D-Farm or D-Dog or, you know, like, and I won't actually go up to him and say this, but when I think about him, that's what I think about in my mind. <laughs> Well, I don't call my teachers D-Dog, but, <laughs> but um, I'm very close with my advisors, um, Melissa Henderson and Stephen Jones, shout out. <laughs> and um, Dr. G, we call her Dr. G, um, Dr. Karen Gustafson, she's head of desk. <laughs> um, but um, she's done a lot of things in her life and she um, demands a lot of respect, but she lets us call her Dr. G and Gusty and all of that. <laughs> um, I feel like it's such an honor because being away from home, you need people that you can relate to, you can be very informal with. So I think that's how. All right. Did you have one? Uh, um, in China, it's really rude to call people's um, first name if they're older than you. So for me, like, I never call my professor's first name if they are older than me. Okay. <laughs> All right, we have to go to our last question, and it's um, just a wrap-up. Tell us how important honor is. I think, for me, showing honor, honor is really important because it, I believe it rem reminds people of their value, and it reminds people of their worth. Um, it's people made by an awesome God, and I feel like if people matter to God, they should matter to us. And I think honor looks like, sometimes it looks like a thank you note. Sometimes it looks like a phone call or taking a picture of someone and posting it on Facebook and tagging them in it. You know, there's just a bunch of ways you can honor people. And I feel like encouraging people to be who they are and celebrating who they are without stumbling over who they're not, uh, without stumbling over their faults is so important because um, God sees the best in us and I want to see the best in people. I want to bring out the best in people by honoring them. Going off of that, um, I mean, honoring people, it can mean a lot to them. Never know what they're going through. So I like to show honor to people. Um, just the little things can make someone so happy. So um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll stop. 
But yeah, um, that's all. We have more time. Um, okay, um, well, this is a big-ish school, and we can't expect everybody to like each other, but um, we can at least expect everybody to have a certain amount of respect for the, for, for the person next to them. So even if you don't understand their culture, even if you don't understand like what their honor looks like or where they come from, um, having basic respect is free, and it's the nicest thing that you can do to people. Um, for people. I believe that that's what honor means. Anyone else? Yeah. Um, kind of on that note, um, probably um, just trying to um, understand other people's like perspective and view on life and um, just loving on them and honoring them and respecting them for who they are and who what their culture is and um, for me, it's big on this campus that, um, well, and actually in my dorm, on my floor, when uh, people try to um, kind of relate with my culture, and I really respect that, and it, and uh, people, <laughs> yeah, I, when, I really respect that because I, I try to adjust to this environment, and I really like that. Um, it reminds me of home, and it's respect when um, when people are just there for each other and loving each other because, you know, pretty far away from home, so yeah. Um, I just wanna go off of what Joelle said, and I think re respect and honor is a good way to really show other people and their other people's worth, and it shows them that you are willing to take up your own time for them, and it shows that you care for them. And um, I think that uh, respect kinda goes along with with um, your level of pride. <laughs> and so when, when you really don't have respect for anyone, it means you don't really care for anyone other than yourself. And so as Christians, as followers of Christ, we are called to love and love one another, and that involves respecting one another. And so, you know, I've, I've had personal experiences about no respect, and so I just, I've come to learn how important honoring and respect is especially from a family that, or from a culture that really values honor. And so, yeah. If some of you speak another language, can you just give us the word for honor in your <laughs> native language? Um, I think the word is food, 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 or something like that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not too fluent in my Hmong, but I'm getting there. Can I give a word of respect instead of honor? Absolutely. Okay, because I don't remember how to say honor. Sure. Uvaženie. Honor? <laughs> well, um, in Chinese word, the honor is sun. Hey, wait. Okay, so in Chinese word, that is sun zhong. The Amharic word for honor is kibir. Thank you. Well, thank you for honoring us. Please give them a hand. <laughs>
Heavenly Father, I just praise you for this glimpse of honor. Lord, we want to honor you most of all. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We pray that our campus would be a campus of honor, that we would honor each other, respect each other, give voice to each other, Lord. I thank you for this time. I thank you for these students and their willingness to share. Thank you for how you are weaving their stories into the crown story, Lord. I just pray that the meditation of our heart and the words of our, of our mouth, Lord, would be pleasing to you as we leave today. Lord, thank you so much. We just love you and we honor you today. In Jesus' name, amen. I won't.